0: The Jack of All Nerds is recorded by a live studio audience.
1: Making your way in the world today...
2: It's 8pm kiddies and you know what that means. Electroshock
0: therapy time. <laughs> no, it's the Jack- of-all nerd show. Broadcasting from inside Arkham Asylum here on the chaotic radio network. Get ready to talk about comics, books, movies, gaming, pop culture, cosplay. And a bunch of other nerd stuff.
2: Personally, I'd rather have the electroshock therapy, but then again, I'm a homicidal maniac. <laughs> ah, well, on with the show.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Jack of All Nerds. I am the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Uh, joining me tonight, as per usual, my co host is late. So, there's that. Uh, but in the booth tonight, Mr. Blaine Humbles. Hello, hello, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. Great. You look fantastic. Thank you. I was gonna say something, but I didn't want it to be weird between us.
3: Be a little, little dapper. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, Recreating myself by your inspiration, by the way,
0: by my, inspiration. I swear to
3: God, you're not going to believe me, but it's by your inspiration.
0: What did I, you just, you look at me and you just don't want to be me. So. I
3: heard you and Derek talking about going back to the gym oh. and I know that I know the people at the UFC gym and I have friends and other stuff and everything. And I was like, I woke up one morning and looked at myself and said, I don't like me. And I said, I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. So it's been three months and I've nice. been fixing. We've got a ways to go but but you inspired me.
0: That's uh, I don't even, that's yeah. I've never been an inspiration for anyone before. So.
3: Uh you, I don't I think that's I don't think that's true. I think you didn't realize it or they they just didn't take the time to share with you what an amazing inspiration you could be. Oh, well, thank you, Blaine. Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm glad to hear and that. And now you're, it's weird uh, between us. It is. It is. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be a lot of eye contact tonight, just so you no
3: know. No, not, not, no, it won't. No? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll look away. <laughs> yeah, I'll look um, away.
0: And we have a special guest in the studio tonight. Please introduce yourself.
4: Hello, I'm Nurtesta Girl.
3: Girl. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. I'm in the process of teaching it. I was like, I don't. Do I want to over? I don't want to overwhelm. But I, what, what, what? What do I care? Who cares? <laughs> oh, there you go. The standing oh, up, right there. Yeah. thank you. This, this, forget it. <laughs> Fourth wall.
0: <laughs> and um, real quickly, Nerdtastic girl, that is, you. Uh, you have a blog site, correct? Yes, you, I do. And uh, what all? What all is part of your blog? What do you do?
4: Uh, most of the time I focus on interviews with celebrities. I think it's interesting to know how they became who they are, um, then where they are now. So that's kind of what I focus on. I also do uh, reviews when I go to the Comic Cons, you mm-hmm. know, for people who, and I kind of gear them toward people who've never been mm-hmm. or want to go, but not sure like what they would find, what they expect. So it's kind of um, it's kind of designed for someone who is a nerd or a geek, but you know they're either shy or just trying to get themselves like if they want to cosplay and things like that. And so that's kind of like what inspired that for me to do the blog. That's so. awesome.
0: How long have you been doing it?
4: Um, I started uh, in March. My first uh, interview was with the Flex Capacitors. So um that was a lot of fun and they became um one of my favorite bands.
3: I've never so. heard of them. <laughs> that's sarcasm, <laughs> sorry.
4: So they're an eighties cover band and they're they're great. They're they're awesome. They do everything live. Um yeah, they're they're they just have big hearts as well. Mm-hmm. So that was a really fun experience and then I always say they're my first love because that's what sparked me to keep going okay. to do what i love to do now there's
0: a lot of inspiring going on tonight
3: <laughs> i was gonna say how ironic that <laughs> you inspired me she's inspiring nerds everywhere this is amazing <laughs>
0: uh, well that yes and actually that's how uh, we came in contact was mm-hmm. when we had the flux capacitors on a like, uh, few few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and uh, you were kind of uh, involved in the show and uh, yeah the rest as they say is history (laughs) Um, and I I know that not just from your t-shirt and your lanyard that but I've I've seen your posts on Twitter that you are a big Ghostbusters fan Uh,
4: yes I am Uh, I, I I just look at it as not just a fan or you know you know no ghost symbol and People wearing a costume, they go out and, you know, they work with groups, uh, with charities, you know, functions, you know, they visit hospitals of sick children, they raise money for whatever charity in their, their city in their hometown or whatnot. So it's, it's more of in the heart, mm-hmm. you know, I always say Ghostbusters come from the heart, or are you just wearing a costume? Nice. So um, I just promote it all the new one, the old ones. Everybody, big or small, you know, black or white, you know, if you're, you feel like you're a Ghostbuster, I, I represent all of that, Mm -hmm. you know, as well. So,
0: do you work? Do you work with any of the uh, particular? factions what's the word what's the correct word the chapters of the ghostbusters like the uh (laughs) the franchise they they
4: just they call themselves franchise uh the one um i don't work with them particularly but i hang around with them a lot is the southland ghostbusters
5: yeah i know um
4: yeah they're i met them two years ago at kamikaze and it was charles i met and then i start meeting the other ones and they it's just they kind of inspired at for me to do the blog, you know, not only do I talk about these, you know, comic cons and stuff like that. I do also talk about, you know, the ghostbusters, what does it represent mm-hmm. and, and why is it important and things like that. So, um, so the, the, yeah, they, this, that's where it started. It started with the Southland. It started uh, and it kind of went on to the flux and then, my boyfriend kind of just, he always stand behind me. And the one thing he said when I started this, don't disappoint me by quitting. So <laughs> I keep that in mind every time I'm like, this is hard. Then I remember what he said. So, mm-hmm. um, and I only been doing this seven and a half months and I've oh, wow. seen and been and I can't even.
0: You have quite a few interviews on your website.
4: Yeah. Like, so. and I usually, I just ask, I go up to ask them. No yeah. one has said No. Uh, No one I've contacted said no, Um, but it's just – they're just
0: awesome. It is amazing how – just asking sometimes can get you way further, you know, and I think a lot of people are afraid
4: to ask, so they don't.
0: Yeah. And then you never, you know, you, you can't, you can't be told yes or no if you don't ever ask the <laughs> question. So.
4: Yeah, that's, that's true. And I've, I've always had a problem with uh, communicating with people. So this is not only just, you know, for nerds, it's kind of therapeutic. Mm-hmm. So it gets me to talk to someone. Um, so it, it, it's, it's interesting, um, you know meeting like tony todd or danielle harris from halloween and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. just walking up to them and they're so sweet they're so nice and they're willing to do it and my questions are never um how is this film like you were in last week it's kind of like what is what did you do to get here because there's people out there don't know what to do to get there and i think that by reading that it's like oh I'm struggling. I'm poor. I'm this and that. I can do it. Look, look who's doing it. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's kind of that's why I do it. And then it's what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Were you um, were you a fan of the Ghostbuster films before you met the Southland Ghostbusters, or did it kind of you know, all come um, together? No,
4: um, no. I was a fan way before. Um, I saw it when I was a little girl. It's one of the last movies I saw with my dad before he. Before he he's not here anymore mm-hmm. but before, before he passed on and it was it was the last movie and it watching it and you know being around guys like that it kind of you know it keeps the memory alive because as you get older you know I was six years old when he passed so
5: mm-hmm.
4: memories tend to go away and plus I have a tattoo of the symbol the no-go symbol on my shoulder way before so yeah I've been a fan way before.
0: Who's your Who's your favorite Ghostbuster?
4: Egon. Yeah, Egon. Egon. He. When I first saw it, I was like, "A man with a big brain." I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I. Something about him was different. He was always the quiet one, but the smarter of them all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Egon. He was my first crush.
3: <laughs>
0: Blaine, do you do you go for the guys with the big brains?
3: Um. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I go for big brains. <laughs> I didn't know I was. you stumped me. <laughs> I felt like that bus question, you know, you always get asked. As a t- I didn't like that.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I can see you're over there doing other things, uh, probably very important things. And no, so yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to throw gonna a curveball at me. Yeah,
3: that's fine. I can handle that. Yeah. I was like, it's one of those questions where you're like, how do I not implicate myself? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,
0: uh, we're gonna get uh, a little bit more into uh, your site and everything a little bit later on in the mm-hmm. show. Uh, coming up at the at the 8:30 block of the show, we are going to be doing a phone interview with Regina Carpanelli, the CEO uh, and a person like co-founder, creator of Stanley's Kamikaze. Uh, we had her on the show last year and uh we're delighted to have her back and kind of give you guys the 411 on what's going down at Stanley's Kamikaze this year. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh before we get on to anything else though, we got to do uh what uh, pays the bills around here. We got to talk about our sponsors.
3: Sponsors. Oh no, I'm proud. Yeah. sorry. That was <laughs> sorry, that was early.
0: <laughs> I like how you said it in a in a roadhouse kind of fashion though. It, I'm it, I'm
3: already ready. Really I'm relaxed. ready to go. <laughs> I was waiting for my cue. I missed it. I'm, I botched that up.
0: <laughs> First up, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Day Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California. The Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did you
0: pause for dramatic effect yes. right then? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm try- you know what? I love the roadhouse. I'm trying to get him as much airtime as possible, so I'm just <laughs> lengthening this. As-
0: I-, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, they have nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, uh, karaoke. And I guess just recently they brought back live band karaoke, which uh,
3: sounds amazing. It's I- a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds pretty I- cool. I don't it's have- a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> I don't have the cojones to do that, but
3: uh, – You can literally be a rock star for about four and a half minutes. <laughs>
0: Uh, I would panic. I would forget the words, and I would just look stupid. So <laughs> It's never going to happen. Uh, for more information, visit them on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash e Roadhouse. And, of course, check out The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. For more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Claremont location, use the promo code CRIME. To get a five dollar discount. Oh, I
4: always wanted
0: to do that. You should absolutely do it. It's a lot of fun, and I'm not just saying that because I work there.
3: I know. Yeah, I was, you know, what, I was just about to say I know the guy. I was totally going to be like cool, <laughs> and you, you bombed me right I'm there. Sorry. It's going to be like, listen, let me help you out. I know the guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and uh, last but not least. Four Color Fantasies comic book store located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. For more information, visit fourcolorfantasies.com. Uh, that's with the number four and also on Facebook at forward slash four CF Rancho, also with the number four. Uh, it's a great store. It's, uh, the cleanest comic book store in the IE. Maybe in the world. I'm,
3: I'm so pumped for my Star Wars ticket, too. Dude. Yeah. I, I got my Star Wars ticket. Yeah,
0: I don't, They were pretty close to sold out.
3: Yeah, uh, just I'm gonna, singles. I'll,
0: I'll mention it just in case they're not, but uh, they're having a private screening of Star Wars when it comes out. They have their own theater, guys, and it's mm. 3D. They, uh, they they have raffle ticket that comes with it, a T-shirt, a goodie bag, all kinds of stuff. They give away a bunch of great stuff. Uh, we're going to be there. Doing our thing, dressed as Jedi's or something. Uh, so you, you know what I think the important time.
3: takeaway there is: What's if that? your comic book shop is not offering you a private screening of Star Wars, mm-hmm. why are you still with them? I <laughs> right? Just leave. Yeah. Uh, I wait. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, <laughs> private. I mean,
0: private screening.
4: Yeah,
5: you're going to
0: be surrounded by your fellow nerds who love this movie yeah. the
3: way that you do. So get on it. When you let out your 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 Wookiee roar, nobody's gonna frown on you. Nobody's gonna look at you like. I mean, I don't know unless
0: it's unless it's awful. Because let's face it, nerds are pretty judgmental. True. true. I think
3: I'm gonna wait about two weeks
4: after it come out. Those crowds are beastly. You are insane. I I I, I can't. I I don't know. I just. I've already taken a week off work. (laughs) I'll just wait. I'll I'll wait.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's been a while since there's been a good solid like midnight movie line kind of a a situation so this is going to be one of them
3: Uh, yeah i've got i've got my tickets for the seven o'clock private screening with four color fantasies and um i'm planning on going with uh some friends at midnight as well yeah so i'll take it i i and i'm you're double dipping star wars (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) i've already put the over under at 15 times that i'll see it in the theaters i'm sorry i know it's ridiculous and i probably go over a little bit too far but i don't really care I don't really care you know so what if i'm 42 and i'm going to see a kids movie 15 times i don't care mm. deal with it yeah yeah true
0: dad <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah 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 deal with I, it. I had you muted because you had the microphone facing the it wrong was, way you know
6: it was a little weird i don't <laughs> know why
0: it's uh ladies
6: and gentlemen derek Murray roadhouse never come into applause this is so weird i know you should leave
5: okay right. <laughs> that, was,
6: that was your send-off that was applause. yeah it really was nice. good thanks guys so hi how are you uh, i'm okay i'm a little tired yeah i don't know the weather yeah. but uh, i was gonna say you look a little downsy but i didn't want it to you know whatever i i get like that when i get tired i get i get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, downsy
0: <laughs> i do I
6: get, I get a little did you know downsy that we inspired blaine did we?
0: Yeah. How? Uh, he's going to quit his job and
6: go to Bermuda. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh-huh. Um, can I just ask one question? Sure. <laughs> um, what about anything that you and I have ever I done the same that thing. has inspired him to quit his job and go to Bermuda? He heard us talking about uh, going back
0: to the gym, and it has inspired him to do the same. Oh, well. Uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, well done there, sir. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you're jerks! I hate you now for that. <laughs> it's very painful. It it is. It is. It's. Yeah, uh, don't we hate us too? Yeah, so. we've
6: <laughs> we've also uh, agreed that it's
3: a uh, a lot of work for very little reward. Great, I'm in the self-loathing club now. Yep.
6: Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to our world. Uh, well, Derek, now that you're here, yes. Um,
0: I I held off to do this. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna have to switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, obviously we weren't on the air last week. Um, because our good friend and engineer, John Edis, passed away last week. Yes. And um, I kind of want to give him a send-off, mm-hmm. do a little tribute. I don't want it to get too too heavy because John would not want people I, to he be really sad. He really would not. He. This is a man that no matter what he had going on, his, his stress load, his workload, this guy came in with a smile on his
6: face. Mm-hmm. And he put a smile on everyone else's face. Yeah. Even if it was a creepy smile, it didn't matter. It was, <laughs> this is true. Still a smile. doesn't a smile. matter. Still counts. <laughs>
0: um, I had the privilege to, to work with John, uh, long before. Yeah. Jack of you've onwards. known him for a while. I did. Yeah. He, uh, uh, he and I used to collaborate when he was the creative director of a little community theater in Fontana. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, uh, went back when I was still writing stage plays and stuff. John yeah. And I collaborated on a lot of things and, that's where I really got to know him and, and become friends with him, and uh, he's he's going to be missed. Yes, but he what John brought to the show, and and this is the only time I'm ever going to say the name Aquaman <laughs> <laughs> and, and mean it and mean it with respect.
4: Aquaman. Okay, I love Aquaman, but
0: in our in our Justice League, yes, okay, he was the Aquaman to your Batman. He, he was my Superman. Blaine's Wonder Woman. <laughs>
4: oh, Wonder
5: so. Woman.
0: You believe the disrespect I get?
6: <laughs> I like Aquaman. <laughs> well, no, well, I, I do too. In this context, in, in this context, <laughs> I would like to think that John didn't really pass. He just needed to leave us to go to Atlantis. That's what I feel. He had some stuff he had to manage down there, and that's that's where he is. He
0: was, and also I'm making I'm going to make this reference because we have a huge Ghostbusters fan in the house. Oh yeah, but in our in our Ghostbusters, <laughs> yes, <I guess> clearly. <laughs> I am Janine and Venkman, okay? That's that's who I am, okay? Janine and Venkman. Yes. He gets you, both. Derek, okay. you... No narcissism
3: right. whatsoever amongst you this crew.
0: are
6: Lewis Tully <laughs> and... I'm, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. And Winston. Winston, right, right. right. Of course. It's,
0: it's,
5: you're black with glasses.
0: I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm, I'm sorry. With that's
5: it's just
0: how it works. It's fine. John... Was Ray and Egon. He was the heart, <laughs> he, and he had the he technical was, skills. Yes. So yes.
6: And also, I do feel like John would be the guy when if you and I were trying to hardball somebody into something, he'd be like, "Guys, this is great. You guys got to try this pull." That would be John. It would. Like it would totally be John in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he brought many many laughs. To this he show. did. He, he did, and he missed. he will be sorely missed. I. Uh, I've only I only got to know him for a couple of years since he'd been working on the show, but uh, in that time, I mean, I would consider him nothing less than a friend uh, and someone who will be truly missed. So,
0: and uh, I know that uh, I mean his his family obviously was not prepared for this. Sure, uh, they currently have a GoFundMe campaign uh, that they're running just to help raise some funds for you know funeral costs, mm-hmm. services, that kind of a thing. Uh, we do have the link to it on our Facebook page, so if you you can spare anything
6: please because funerals are expensive <laughs> they are like like absurdly expensive
5: mm-hmm. um,
0: but yeah please please go check that out please help them out any way you can yes um, we will also i mean i know a lot a lot of people that we know in the nerd community knew john yeah and some of those people we know because they knew john yeah like that's that he he touched a lot of people yes he worked with a lot of people and uh, so we will, uh, as you know, as we find out more information when there's going to be a service, that kind of thing, we will share that with yes, everybody. Yes, absolutely. Um, I want to want to do a little send off mm-hmm. for John. Yeah. Uh, something to bring some laughter. Yes. Uh, this is something that John and I actually uh, did together uh, a while back, a little little skit, if you will. Yes. Uh, bear with me because I didn't actually get a chance to test the audio on this oh, beforehand, cool. so this might be uh, funky. <laughs> uh, so.
5: Here
0: we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like that. Hey, the, oh. this is KOCQ Radio. You're listening to the Tony Michaels Show. My guest today is the host of the popular children's show Kids Corner, Tickled Pink. Tickled? Great to be here. I'm a huge fan. Tickled. Let's talk a minute about the success of Kids Corner. What makes your show more popular than other kids shows like Slap Happy's Fun Hour and Winky the
2: One-Eyed Monkey's Fun Spot? What sets me apart, Tony, is that I really care about those little bastards. Every time one of those dopey mugs looks at me cross-eyed, my heart just melts. Besides that, I'm a clown. I've got a peel. <laughs> Kids love clowns. Winky's a giant ape with one freaking eye. What kid wants to see a one-eyed chip? And Tony to get me started on Slap Happy. That guy's got some issues. <laughs> but I'm not here to badmouth the competition. I have a more noble purpose today. You were, of course, talking about your
0: new non-profit organization designed to help the less fortunate.
2: That's right. Clowns of Caring and Knowledge. The C-O-C-K. Or more simply put, COCK.
0: Now, the C-O-C-K is a group of clowns that have devoted their lives to sharing their life experiences with the less fortunate. What inspired you to create this organization, Tickled?
2: Well, Tony, there are a lot of needy people out there. And it's my goal to thrust my cock into the deep, dark heart of the problem. Now, the media is just having
0: a field day with this organization. I saw a newspaper this morning with a front-page headline that read, Pink's cock offends local officials. Now, what has the cock done to warrant such a backlash?
2: Some people just fear clowns. The mayor, for example, had a few bad experiences when he was a child, and is now taking it out on the cock. The cock is not bad. In fact, it's time to stimulate growth.
0: I think the mayor just feels like you sometimes put the cock where it doesn't belong. You
2: have to, Tony. If I don't go deep with the cock, there is no lasting penetration and all my efforts will be in vain. Moving right along. Tickled, we have a caller
0: on the line that is anxious to talk to you about your cock.
2: All right. I'll take any questions. I want to share my cock with everyone. Hello, caller. You're on the air
0: with Tony Michaels. Hi, Tony. This is Sandra from Michigan. Mr. Pink,
7: with all the anti-clowns of caring and knowledge propaganda in the press right now, is the organization doing anything to protect itself from all the slander and libel? Well, of course
2: I want to protect my cock, but there are just no means to do that at this point. Sure, we could pull out, but then they win, and I'm just not ready for my cock to be beaten. Well, I am personally a huge fan of your cock. What you are doing with it is magical. Thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to me.
0: Well, Tickled, it looks like we're almost out of time. I'm going to leave the last few minutes for you to share with our listeners what direction you're planning on taking your cock in the future.
2: I'm glad you asked, Tony. We want to branch out. There are so many people that could use what my cock has to offer. I want to take my cock to places unheard of until now. Third world countries, war zones, communist South Korea. After all, Everyone could use a good laugh, and that's what you can expect when you see my cock.
6: Wow.
0: Inspirational. I am truly inspired by your cock. Thanks, Tony. For those of you that are just joining us here at the Tony Michaels Show, I've been clowning around with Tickled Pink, host of the popular children's show Kids Corner. We've been discussing his nonprofit organization, the Clowns of Caring and Knowledge. If you missed the broadcast, don't worry. Tickled's cock may be stopping by your town or city before you know it. Michaels out.
4: Oh. That was some cock. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Before I even knew I had a love for the Joker, John breathed life into that
6: character. It's a, it's a page. brilliant character. They, he had such a small repertoire, but the ones that he could do, I've, I'll, for, I'll always miss his horrible British accent, <laughs> that horrible attempt to Brit, Like, what are you talking about? He was the Queen. He was, he was. The Queen. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. At that. <laughs> I'm Mrs.
0: Penny Apple. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, so, and on that note, John, uh, we we miss you.
3: Yes, so yes, we do. Um, uh,
0: it's it's about that time, right?
3: Right, Blaine. <laughs> yes, it is. It is about that time.
0: It is. What time, you ask? Commercial time. Ooh. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we're going to be uh, having our phone interview with Regina Carpinelli. From Stan Lee's Kamikaze. So stay tuned for that. And we will be right back. I, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will.
8: Okay. <laughs> we'll cut that.
9: With a normal BS just won't do. ChaoticRadio.com
8: Hey. What's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle, dot 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 JK, hit me back You getting these texts, question mark We should hang later, I miss you Holla at your boy, holla back, holla back, holla back Are you at home, where are you, what are you doing OMG, you are making me mad Are you with your ex you better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to
4: deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that'snotcool.com.
8: That's notcool.com that's not
7: Brought to you by the Ad Council.
8: What's a gastro pub? I asked myself the same question. Then the good folks at dolcegastropub.com explained it all to me. You see, gastro means food. And we all know what you get at a good pub beer. So, a gastro pub is the perfect blend of food and beer. And nobody does it better than Dolce Gastro Pub. From the hamburger of the month to the fresh salads, amazing appetizers to their macaroni and cheese grilled cheese sandwich, all topped off with the best combination of local beers. Dolce Gastro Pub has you covered. That's Dolce Gastropub in Montclair. Find them on the web at dolcegastropub.com. And I will see you there. What does it mean to be an American?
3: Baseball? Apple pie? Fourth of July? At MK Smith Chevrolet, it means much more. Honesty, integrity, and pride in a hard day's work. Nothing embodies what it means to be an American more than MK Smith Chevrolet. Suburban and freedom, Camaro and choice, Corvette and strength. The story writes itself. Find us at mksmithchevrolet.com and join us in celebrating what it means to be an American. Second to none since 1941. MK Smith Chevrolet. Brandon. What's up? Dude, we have a new partner here at Chaotic Radio called PuroClean. Have you heard of them? Name sounds familiar. They're the people you call when you have water damage or mold, stuff like that. I remember waking up on Christmas morning to a flooded house. Totally sucked. PuroClean also handles biohazard waste and fire damage. Man, these are some good dudes. PuroClean can handle all of that? Yep. Go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. That's it. Just go to PuroClean.com or call 909 360 5300. Yep, yep, that's it. It's all you got to do. They're the paramedics of property damage. So PyroClean handles fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup? All of that? Swear, Brandon, nothing gets by you. Sharp as attack. Look, if you don't believe me, listen to the man himself.
8: Hello, my name is Ruben Terrazes, and at PiroClean, water damage, fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup is our business. Let my highly trained staff ensure that your home or business are safe and secure. PiroClean is approved by all major insurance companies and ready to restore your property today.
3: Call PiroClean today, 909-360-5300, or go to PiroClean.com today.
5: Mano, mano. Mano, mano. Mano, mano. Mano, mano.
0: Oh, hi-ho, everyone. This is Kermit the Frog. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Joining us now live via telephone... From Buenos Aires, no, probably not from there. Uh, the the founder of Stanley's Kamikaze Regina Carpanelli.
7: Hi guys, thanks for having me. Thank you Hello. for calling.
6: Yeah, thank you so much. How thank are you? you
7: I I'm good. It's I I, I, I do your show every It feels like, and I always look forward to it. So, mm-hmm.
0: well, you know, we're we're, the show's always, we're always glad to have you back. So yeah.
7: Well, I'm always happy to be with you. So, and we got a big show coming up.
0: Yes, let's can let let's just get right into this. Let's, let's do it. About.
7: Let's do it. Let's go straight into it.
0: So, what uh, what's the uh, what's new? What's bigger, better, faster, stronger this year? Harder, whatever.
7: <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like everything is. Um, to start, we're in a bigger footprint of the LA Convention Center. We're now in the entire West Hall and part of the South Hall and everything in between. So there's a lot more wandering space. And, um, yeah. So we have the South Hall and South Hall K. We're going to have the hot topic main stage, which is everybody's favorite. Mm -hmm. And also all the cosplay guests, all the celebrity signings like Carrie Fisher and all those names are going to be there and celebrity photos. And then we have, um, company called vocademy they built a huge set of props since we loved cosplayers so much um, we built cosplay sets so we could take photos in front of them so there's um, I don't want to call it the TARDIS because it's not licensed but the TARDIS but there's a TARDIS
6: <laughs> there's a police, there's a police call box it, yeah, there's a police call box that happens to be blue and is bigger no. on the inside
7: yes and you can actually go inside the inside and it turns into the spaceship And there is a whole space set and a New York Turtles sewer set. Wow. Um, Really great stuff to play around and fun. And, you know, speaking of the cosplayers, we also have, we're hosting the first ever Cosplay National Championship. So um, that's really exciting. That's going to be on Saturday night uh, and closing up the show. And, um you know, but there's over 50 internationally known cosplayers competing for the very new for this title and to win up to ten thousand dollars and the Stanley Cup trophy. Ooh. Um, not the like Stanley the Cup, st- the Stanley <laughs> Cup. <laughs> we kind of had to do that.
6: <laughs> I love that. It's good. It's very clever. Yeah,
7: and it, it's really it's really cool because um, the. The judges that we have, we ha- we changed the whole formatting of judging. It's not like our normal cosplay contest that we've had over the years, which has been great and why we built up to this. Um, now that to be a, even to be ju- a judge, you have to be a very highly esteemed professional. So three of our judges are board members of the Costume Designers Guild, and they've worked on films from Tron Legacy mm. to. The Conjuring and the Insidious um, wow. series of movies. And then one of them even, um, Philip Boutet, he is the concept artist for all the costumes for basically every major movie that's happened in the last 10 years that is happening now.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Does Do you have to have a certain... Uh, level of I mean, I don't we're we're still rather new to the whole cosplay, yeah, thing, but as far as like competing, do you have to have so many wins under your belt
6: uh <laughs> you have to have like a master's degree or something to compete in <laughs> in the, in the national compete? championship' because we have an amateur record, I don't know if that qualifies it's...
7: <laughs> so to compete, we're actually building up. this year will probably be the last year that Anyone can enter into the, mm. our cosplay national championships. This year we kept it open, um, but the following year in 2016, you're going to have to have won X amount. Basically, the winners of every other major convention in the United States are eligible to, to compete in it. Wow! So this year we're, we're keeping it we're, we're keeping it open, and we've already been attracting for the last about three years some of the best cosplayers, competitive cosplayers out there. I mean, we have even just our fans, the regular people that cosplay for fun, we have some amazing cosplayers. And so we felt like this was a way to really elevate the art of cosplay is to create this national championship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we it's it's funny because we're like the only convention that really embraces the cosplayers. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, oh, there's people in costume and we have a couple of these chicks. And boo, fine. Like, no, 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 no. We have, like, 20 professional cosplayers as guests, men and women. Sure. We have. And then, all, you know, there's, like, about 30% of our attendees are in cosplay. And I think and – it's, and it's all amazing cosplay, whether it's some kid with, like, duct tape and paper bags making an Iron Man suit or it's some dude that's a prop maker building a full-on Iron Man suit. Um you know, on his spare time. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's a lot of really creative cosplayers, but, you know, so we wanted to really just do something. We're doing all these cool and different, and, and then the, obviously the national championships and really set it apart. It's like, okay, we're going to have this, this national championship. Normally it's peers of cosplayers that judge each other. We're like, let's not have that. Let's have like movie. Background, costume designer, build people, and yeah. then and then we also have um, Michelle Visage is another judge, and you guys may or may not know her from RuPaul's Drag Race, where mm, she's been know. judging drag queens for the last eight seasons, <laughs> as, which is basically like drag cosplay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and then. Um, <laughs> and then also Chad Michaels, who mm-hmm. won RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, is also a judge, and he's also a costume designer. Right. So it's kind of, it's, just our judges alone are very impressive, but it's like, wow, uh, these people have worked on amazing movies and are, you know, part of Drag Race. So it's going to be a very fun, interesting night of cosplay on Saturday. Um, but then in our West Hall, so then we have the whole West Hall taken over as well. We have all of our exhibitors, and also the Stanley Museum and the Elvira Museum and fun and people like Funk Hot uh, Topic. Mm-hmm. And then we have our Artist Alley, which is we decided let's just make it even bigger because we're all we love the artists, we love we love everybody. One of the big things for us though is the Artist Alley is a place where we feel we want to lift up artists as well, and it's like come sell your stuff, get known. Because a lot of industry people come to Kamikaze and people always tell us, you know, I was at your show and I had a table and I was just this unknown person and I got a job with this huge company. And so we love hearing stories like that. So we're like, everyone, come in. Um, So it's double the size as it's been. And then also in West Hall, we have what I'm really personally very proud of is our list of comic book creators coming. I mean, we have right now, family, Grant Morrison, Todd McFarlane, mm. Rob Liefeld, Mike Mignola, Mark Silvestri, Jeez. Jim Lee, Brian Lee O'Malley, Jerry Conway, Art Adams. It's kind of like this all-star, and they're just the very tip, 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 to- tip top of the, the iceberg, Right? you know, with all these other amazing creators, whether they're published and working for the big companies or they're just a kid starting out, you know, so we're really proud of that. I mean, and to have... Basically, all the image creators and founders at our show is, yeah. is pretty mind-blowing.
0: That's that is amazing. You had mentioned uh, uh, the Stanley and Ovira Museum. Um, yeah. So, what what is that? Because if it's if it is just Stanley and Ovira just standing there <laughs> in the glass case,
6: like I'll still go. I'll go. I, I will. I'll, go. I'll pay. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see no,
7: I, well, um, so the Stanley Museum. So it's it's. it's pretty cool we've had it for the last three years and this we've even expanded it more and it's got even bigger we we were able to get into Stan's storage unit and we found some pretty amazing things to add to the collection Mm. but basically you it's you know as long as you have a ticket to kamikaze it's free to get into you can go in and you can see all of Stan's personal effects um like, and I'm not thinking like his toothbrush and his shirt, <laughs> like, which would be totally
6: fine. Which would be um, totally
7: fine too. I
6: mean, there might be totally okay with his nighttime pajamas, whatever. This is a sandwich <laughs> he had for lunch. Today.
7: Well, we have things like props given to him from the actual movie, mm. um, original artwork from given to him by like, there's this one amazing art by Bob Kane that Bob drew. And if you don't know who Bob Kane is, he created Batman, mm-hmm. um, Bob drew this picture of the Joker and it says to Stan, Bob, your friend, Bob Kane. And, um, it's really interesting because Bob actually never drew the Joker in the books. (laughs) Um, so it's, it's really fascinating. Yeah. And then things like his typewriter, um, Mm. the invitation from the president to come to dinner at the white house, a bunch of crazy awards, you know, when these, just a lot of really rad, cool things. Um, and then at the end of it, it's, there's actually physically Sam Lee, who will be there to say hi and sign your comic books, um, or other things that you have. Wow! So it's a pretty cool thing to have. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and then the Elvira Elvira's museum—it's more like the spooky world because she Elvira changes it hers up every single year. Sometimes it's a museum, sometimes it's something else. This year, it's like half museum, half art gallery, or I'd say quarter quarter museum, quarter art gallery. Quarter like Elvira's pinball machine arcade, and then and then of course Elvira, and she will be Elvira on Saturday, and then on Sunday her alter ego, the lovely Cassandra Peterson. Yeah. Um, and if you guys don't know, both Stanley and Elvira own Kamikaze. With myself and our other partners, so it's yeah. um, they always have a very big presence at the show and something different that you don't, you wouldn't see them anywhere else
6: having.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I also would like to, to to talk about the fact that you mentioned and you kind of glossed over it real fast. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Fisher. <laughs> yeah,
6: oh, yeah that. Oh, she yeah, did. That. Kind of was like, oh I yeah, you know, Carrie that. Fisher and a couple yeah, of other people. Yeah, no, no big, good. no big deal.
7: A movie coming out, so you guys might want to check it <laughs>
6: Whatever, out. it's yeah. only like the biggest movie of the year. It's no big <laughs> deal, though. It's fine.
7: I was gonna come back. So we're saying, yes, <laughs> we're very honored. It was actually I've been working on getting her to the show for three years, and um, the last six months I've been like. It was like almost like about to have a restraining order. Yeah. Like there is a lot of black magic involved, um, you know. Uh, and it's and, and there's actually a funny story behind it. Like I'd been working, like just bothering her manager, just be like, "Come on, come on, let's come do our show. It's right in the backyard." And they're like, "You're not supposed to do shows because of the movie." It's said, "Just come on, it's really easy. Just come for the day. It's great. You'll she'll have a blast." Um, and they're like, we don't know. And they hung up and then like two weeks go by. And I'm like, just looking through the internet and I see a picture of Elizabeth Taylor and Carrie Fisher. Um, and I, as a kid was obsessed with those white diamonds perfume oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, commercial, <laughs> you know, where she goes like, not so fast, Tom Ryan. You know, luck <laughs> oh, so I posted to my personal social media and I just, just randomly, because I like random stuff like that. Anyways, and I, I, and I, the whole day I was just saying, these have always brought me luck. And not so fast, Carrie Fisher. And literally 20 minutes after I posted that picture, her manager calls me and says, alright, she's coming. <laughs> so, so now it's this new thing of like if you wish upon Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> dreams come true. And then I did the same thing in Todd McFarlane case. But I kind um. of sliced together my own voodoo picture of Todd and Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> it's like it's like Fawn and Elizabeth Taylor together.
6: So That's pretty awesome. It's, it's like yeah, great. I think there's,
7: there's something uh, there's some Elizabeth Taylor favorite happening in the in the air. Um but yeah, so Carrie Fisher is coming on Saturday, and she's going to be signing and doing photos with fans and, and hanging out, and we're really honored, because, especially because of Star Wars coming out. Yeah. And also, we have another cast member from The Force Awakens, um, an actor named Greg Grenberg. He'll also be joining us. He's in the new movie, and fans might recognize him from Heroes, and then the new Heroes report. Oh, Yeah, yeah. He's also an alias and, and um, Felicity if you guys remember
6: I didn't that. know he was in the Force Awakens.
7: Oh yeah. We we don't know who he is yet, but he's up there. I think he's like really good friends with JJ Abrams. So, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, it does. But yeah, <laughs> and then and then we have from also from Star Wars um the guy that was his name is Dickie Beer. He was the stunt actor in the book for Boba Fett's stunt, did all the Boba Fett stunt. Um so that's pretty cool, too. So
0: that's the guy that fell into the Sarlacc. <laughs> yeah, right.
7: Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody loves It's like, it's really funny with Star Wars actors. It's like it's the guy that you could maybe see his face on, like, one scene walking by through the Death Star. It's like, I want to get his picture. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it's just so iconic. So it's yeah. really great. Um, and then, you know, we have a lot of other amazing talent, too, like Summer Glau. From Firefly and Serenity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's also an Arrow. She's coming, and then um, we have a, starship, a mini Starship Troopers reunion with oh, yeah. Casper oh, Van oh. Deen and Patrick. Yep. John yeah, wow. Johnny Rico. Wow. Johnny It was really <laughs> cute uh. because Stan, Stan announced him, and he said, and Stan tweeted at Casper Van Deen and he said. Rico, you know what to do. The Casper Bandit's coming to my convention. Family's Kamikaze. Oh. And then, like, the fans went crazy over it. Heck, we
6: yeah, like, sign you know, me up for Rico's Roughnecks. I am there. Come, come and see him. I will. <laughs> and then, um, you know,
7: just keeping up with the space theme, we have a, kind of an original Star Trek reunion as well. Um William Shatner will be at kamikaze doing a panel on Sunday with Stan Lee at their announcing of really super secret projects. And then also in attendance is Michelle Nichols and Walter Koning, who were Chekhov mm-hmm. and Uhura. So wow. mm-hmm. it's really it's really cool. And then, you know, we have Cast from Sons of Anarchy are coming. So
6: You guys really stacked it this year. <laughs> That's we
7: yeah. did. It's it's going <laughs> crazy. Really awesome.
6: That's an yeah. overload.
7: <laughs> it is. I mean, and even was like cast from Spartacus. Um, Ian McIntyre's coming, and a couple other cast members from Spartacus. He's Spartacus, and um, he's also the weather wizard on The Flash. Mm-hmm. So, oh wow! Yeah, so like you know, people, the ladies are going crazy over him. <laughs> um, and so now uh, the. Uh, Eric Estrada and Larry Wilcox from Chips are going to be there. Nice. So I don't know if you remember that show, but yes. the talk is going to be coming. <laughs> yes. um, and then um, I'm really excited because the very first year of Kamikaze, when, before we were even Stan Lee's Kamikaze, we had this. Nickelodeon, all that reunion. It was the very first ever all that reunion. And when we announced it, it crashed our website Mm. and it was like this big highlight of our 2011 show, which, you know, was, it was amazing, but it was a disaster at the same time. Um, and you know, we were like in the basement of the LA convention center and I made friends with a lot of the cast and we're very close now five years later and we were talking at lunch and I said, Hey guys, you want to do the All That reunion again? You know, now we're bigger and we have this giant stage. You guys should do it. Let's, let's go crazier. And they're like, yeah. So we're like putting it together. And then like New York Comic Con announces that they're going to do the All That reunion. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh, and then we like, we're like, oh, that's cool. You know, they have four cast members. We have like 15 cast members <laughs> you know, because the show is on for 10 years.
5: So yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: Mitchell's coming down. I mean, Tamarelli, Lori Beth. Like all the original cast except for um, Keenan because he's doing that little show called Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. but um, a bunch of the spanning ten years is going to be at the show. And then um, since Danny Tamborelli's coming, we're also doing a Pete and Pete reunion. Oh,
5: yes. that's cool. Yeah, we're <laughs> really into
7: awesome. the whole Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know. And then um, you know if you're if you're a fan of Stanley Kubrick, we have some cast from 2001: Space Odyssey. Kier D'Elia and Gary Lockwood, who are the mains, and then like David Hedison, who was the main guy in the original Fly, is coming. It's just it's amazing talent, you know, and then even we have over 25 Power Rangers spanning <laughs> wow. from the original series to the current. You know, even like the original Rita Repulsa and Lord Zedd and (laughs) Boldar. That's (laughs)
5: awesome.
7: With with the original Red Ranger um, as well, Um, it's it's pretty phenomenal. And then we love—we always give a lot of voice actor love, and we have um, a a lot of main cast from Adventure Time coming to the show as well. And Wendy Shaw, who's an American Dad, Mm -hmm. so it's just a really great, well-rounded something for everybody type show. I mean even if you like you guys remember that show Glow in the late eighties, the ladies are wrestling. We have cast from Glow coming. (laughs) (laughs) I used to watch that. (laughs) It's an amazing show. It was like a sitcom but with wrestling with ladies wrestling. So it's uh, it's it's really it's really humbling and really amazing to see how the show's grown and just like the the wave of talent that's gonna be there is just so impressive. Um We're really stoked to bring it to everybody, like, you know, even like James Hong's coming, who's low-pan from from Big Trouble in Little
6: China. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, I'm only there for a day, okay? I can't do all of this.
7: Why aren't you there all three days? Well, I'm going to be there all
6: three days. Are you? Maybe oh, now must be, Yeah right Guaranteed nice. can, you,
0: can you say on the air how you're even going to be there
6: one day can Oh you, yeah My, Nobody that? I know listens to the show <laughs> uh, uh, Nobody I work with anyway um, I'm calling out sick Because uh, I was the only employee That did not get the day off that I requested I actually did request the whole weekend And I got Sunday off But we have prior engagements uh, I cannot go Friday So I'm calling off Saturday I don't care It's happening
7: <laughs> you got to come. I mean, and even like you, you know, Dita Von Teese is coming. Oh yeah! Like Stop. it's just a it, it's a power packed show. Um,
0: no, at this point, it might actually be shorter for you to just say who's not coming. Yeah,
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it almost it almost feels like that. Like there's just so much to talk about. And I mean, even I was just looking at our panels. Our we, our panels went live um, on Friday, and it's like. Oh, what panels do we have? Oh, we have Phil Tippett, um, who is the guy, the main prop effects guy from Star Wars and from Jurassic Park and Starship Troopers. He's coming and he's bringing a museum as well. Mm. You know, Grant Morrison's doing a panel. Mm-hmm. There's just amazing DMC from Run DMC's coming and doing a panel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has a comic book out. And, um, you know, also, like on Saturday night, we're really all about our fans and, you know, um, if anyone's listening and all you people listening, if you haven't gotten your tickets that you can use promo code Jack on kamikaze to get 10% off on your ticket. But if you have a Saturday ticket or a three day pass, you get in free on Saturday night. We rented out club Nokia right next door to the LA convention mm-hmm. center. And we have a huge, basically nerd rave Halloween night party. <laughs> yeah. um, with um, it's the, uh, Lux Capacitors that are Back to the Future 80s cover band.
6: Yep. Who are, they're then, uh, huge friends of ours. Uh, big are amazing. Fan. Yeah, we love, love them. We love
7: them. And then we have Make Out Monday, which is Jeremy Shada, who is the voice of Finn from Adventure Time. He has a pop rock band. And, you know, I just mentioned a really famous rapper who's going to be at our show. So <laughs> there's chances that, you know, these people, I don't want to do any spoiler alerts, but you never know what will happen tonight. But you should really go you know, get your Saturday tickets or your three-day pass and come to this party because it's free and it's going to be fun and there's going to be some really cool surprises for everybody.
0: Now, is that is that what the cosplay ball is or is that something that, Yes,
7: it's the, cos, it's the the official title, is Cosplay Ball. Cosplay I ball. like to call it the dance party, but um, <laughs> the ball sounds really formal. But yes, it is the Cosplay yeah. <laughs> Ball at Club Nokia and you do not have to be in cosplay. You just have to have a Saturday pass or a three-day pass and it's free. Cool. Yeah. So it's like a lot of good stuff. And I mean, uh, we're also doing this, the first ever prop making national championship. Back to the cosplayers. There's so much great cosplayers and people who make amazing props. I with this cosplay and they may might not necessarily cosplay, but we wanted to give them um a platform to promote and to show off their props and they can also win a championship medal for that. So there's a lot of really cool things, a lot of cool museums and active experiences. The cop has always come in and they're doing something even bigger this year. So it's, it's a great, a really cool show. And another thing we're doing different this year is we took a hall in concourse hall and we made it all throughout the day of, every day of the convention, it's all nerd performances. So whether it's stand-up or music or dancing, there's all these live nerdy performances happening throughout the day in Hall E of the convention center. So, you know, there's some pretty famous dance crews are coming that you've seen on these shows and um, different improv people. It's it's a pretty amazing. It's, it's a lot mm-hmm. everybody. Going on. even for the kids on Halloween, we have trick or treat. All six hundred of our vendors and we bought literally two tons of candy. Oh my
5: and we god! Give,
7: yeah, it was a lot of money, but it was worth it. <laughs> my office smells horrible, but because <laughs> you try fitting two tons of candy in your in, in your space and it's, it's sugar. But we give all the candy to all of our exhibitors, and the kids any kids twelve and under are free no matter what. But just come in costume, and from 12 to 2, the kids can trick-or-treat in it, the floor, and it actually turns into L.A.'s largest and safest indoor trick-or-treating.
6: Oh, that's cool.
7: Yeah, and if you do the math, why wouldn't you want to bring your kids here? Because, A, it's going to be awesome because it's at a comic book convention, right. um, and everyone's going to be dressed up. But, B, 600 vendors with 10 feet of space between each vendor, all with candy, no driveways. Yeah. You're going to make – yeah, and if you really want your kids to, like, get diabetes or have a sugar high. You can still take them at night to go trick-or-treating because they're four or six Can you get
4: candy if you cosplay as a kid?
7: <laughs> I'm no. Just and for kids, come on. like Let the kids have the candy. You guys, let's kids to, to the party. I'm sure if you ask nice, you can get some candy, but it's like the trick-or-treat rules <laughs> a lot of people ask us that could adults get candy and i'm like come on bruh it's, like, yeah. it's for kids like you're an adult go buy some candy man <laughs>
0: yeah. you're an adult you
6: can have candy whenever you want whenever you want you don't need a <laughs> exactly. day you can just <laughs> you don't need
7: a day of candy you could every day could be your halloween that's like the only,
6: <laughs> it's literally the only good thing about being an adult is that you can do that yeah because you can also dress up whenever you want. Yeah, right. And exactly.
0: Go, <laughs> you, yeah, you can dress up as Batman and go buy a Twix any day of the week. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, or it's like any like anything bad happens to you, your boyfriend breaks up with you, you lose your job, <laughs> go buy two bags of fun size candy <laughs> there and you go to yourself. Done. there you, you went. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh,
6: well, I can tell you, we are extremely excited uh, to be a part of Kamikaze this year. We can't wait to be there. Um, we're very excited. We've always had a good time every time we've gone. Uh, Stop we've it. always enjoyed it. So we're, we're really excited to go. It was our first. It was our first. It's our first con. It yeah, was. That was my right. first.
7: That was my first con two years ago. Yeah.
6: See? Yep. Good
7: things happen. <laughs> yeah. And now, and you've seen, and you, it, it's cool. What's really cool is looking back Is like every year, how much we've grown, because we're still a really young company. It's, this is our fifth year. hmm. So, um, you know, seeing how we grow and seeing how we expand and how we always are still including everybody. You know, we always, a lot of our guest choices are based off of fan requests. You know, we ask our fans who you want to see, what do you want at the show, and we try to accommodate that. You know, we always want to be the show that's for fans and be affordable, you know, and tickets are on sale, and we always have that are are cheap, and then we always have a lot of discount codes and special things where you can win tickets floating around the Internet. You just kind of got to search, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good day, and kids. No other convention does the twelve and under free thing either. So, you know, yeah. it's a, if you have a little brother, sister, or family member, yeah. bring them out. You know, it's, it's all good, positive stuff too. So, it's it's a, it's a happy time. I'm happy to bring it to you, and I'm really glad to hear that you guys like it and are excited for it.
5: Yes,
0: and it's it is one of the I think uh, probably the con we look forward to the most because well,
5: thank you. it's
0: it's it's a it's a kind of a it's larger than say well we go to the amazing cons too and those are great and they you know they cater to the the artists really well uh, Stanley's Kamikaze it's bigger than those and it's but you guys still like you still take care of the artists and you mm-hmm. like you said you're about the fans and
6: yeah. it's it's amazing and and you never forget your first so
5: no we
7: we always it's really important to us to be about the com- really it's about being the community and that when I say community it's the New York community but it's also the Los Angeles and the Southern California community and really being something that's for for our region in California and giving back you know we're all about supporting all of our comic book shops that are local um, and lifting them up And any local artist and, and we and it's really cool because we're about we have so many artists and for fans it's if you want to start an art collection, you don't have to have hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy original art. You can come to kamikaze and you can go buy original art from a really amazing talented artist who mm-hmm. actually draw those comic books mm-hmm. and start a collection with that. And, you know, supporting local businesses. Um, so it's it's really neat to it's really it's a really cool feeling to, to know that you're doing that and supporting the artists and supporting and making something that's genuinely cool for the fans because we're fans ourselves, and most conventions, they're not fans. They're business people who don't care about any of this stuff, but mm. we're fans, and we run it like fans would run it, and we take care of them. So we're very mindful.
0: Well, we thank you uh, again for, for calling in and, and uh, sharing all this information about this year's Stan Lee's kamikaze um and we hopefully will uh, have you on again next year and i'm sure uh we'll give you an hour next time to talk about who's going to be coming
7: <laughs> yeah we'll, to, uh, we'll
6: give to, you a lot more time because so. <laughs> i'm sure Me, your list wife. is going <laughs> to get wh- longer
7: and, and, and yeah, i'm not you know I'm, I'm i might might and i may not i might have some other pretty big names announcing next this week the week before so you never know with us. We're full of surprises. <laughs> we like to think of ourselves like Shark Tank or Shark not Shark Tank. Shark Week. Uh. <laughs> we always we always end with the great white.
5: There you <laughs> go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well guys, thanks so much for having me and be sure that all your listeners they can get ten percent off on us on you guys and me. Just use promo code Jack and save money on tickets.
0: That's awesome. right. At uh great. that's KamikazeExpo.com correct That's correct yes so all right regina, thank you so much yes um, thank you and thank you guys i'll
7: see you guys at the show
0: yes you will yes you will we'll all be right. there have a good evening bye bye all right everybody that was regina carpinelli from stan lee's kamikaze uh we're gonna have to take another short commercial break right now but uh when we come back we're gonna be talking more with our in-studio guest Tastic girl about Dang. her blog And uh, if you guys want to join the conversation You can give us a call 909-989-0789 Her message is on Facebook Facebook.com forward slash Jack of all nerds We will be right back
9: just won't do. Chaoticradio.com
10: Hey, what's up? This is Chappie from Chaotic Motorsports. Have you been thinking about riding a motorcycle? I have. Maybe for saving time and money on your commute or just being a weekend warrior. Then reach out to the crew at RideRite.net. RideRite is the state's leading certified motorcycle training school that will help you get your DMV riding requirements to get your license fast. Hey, everyone. This is Zig from the Zig Zone. And not only do I raid the airwaves on my show, but I also have been a rider for more than 30 years. I am also a motor soccer training instructor for Ride Right. I've been teaching for Ride Right for over a decade. And I can tell you that all of the instructors are fantastic. Whether you're new to riding or currently riding, want to improve your skills, Ride Right is for you. It's easy and very affordable with three locations in California to serve you, Riverside, Van Nuys, and Temecula, and more on the way. Go to their website at riderite.net. That's dot net, Or you can call them at 951 736 Eight one seven nine. That's 951-736-8179. So even if you don't have a bike, call them. They supply the bikes for training and can help you get your license. Make sure you tell them Zig sent you and mention Chaotic Radio for a special discount. I will see you there.
1: All-American plumbing.
3: Yo, this is Blaine from the Launchpad. Now look, there's no secret that my favorite place, my thinking place, is the bathroom. More specifically, the toilet. Now, when you enjoy life like I do, occasionally the festivities of life tend to block things up. And I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about my toilet. When this happens and my trusty old plunger won't get the job done, I call Anthony with All-American Plumbing.
10: All-American Plumbing, 855-893-3601.
3: With All-American Plumbing, you get that user-fixer confidentiality that you demand. I can't be having the whole world know about the log jam I'm needing to pay to get cleared. Right now you're doing that I understand look, because I know you do.
10: 855-893-3601.
3: Seriously though, we take our cars in for service, we see doctors for checkups, but we never do anything for our plumbing. You know why? Because we wait until it breaks. And when it does, and I assure you it will, having a trusted company like All American Plumbing on your side is a must. 24-7 response times, flat rate billing regardless of the time you call, straightforward answers that are going to get to the bottom of your problem. These are the things you're going to need. Anthony and the guys at All-American Plumbing will give you that peace of mind.
10: All-American Plumbing, 855-893-3601. Their toll-free
3: number, again, is 855-893-3601. That's 855-893-3601. Or find them on the web at aap-allamericanplumbing.com. That's aap-allamericanplumbing.com. All
10: All
1: American Plumbing. Have you ever fell victim to a misleading furniture ad? You know the ones that overpromise and underdeliver? Most of those companies promise big savings but always fall short. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture in Rancho Cucamonga is here to change your furniture shopping experience. Quality, a huge selection, and the best pricing. Comfort Plus has it all. You can furnish your entire home at a fraction of retail pricing. Call Comfort Plus now for our current specials. 909 481 3300. Comfort Plus is conveniently located on 4th Street between Archibald and Haven, just north of the 10 freeway, in beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. Comfort Plus mattress and furniture offers your family a difference you can feel. For more info, go to ComfortPlus.biz or call 909 481 3300. Make sure to mention Chaotic Radio. That's ComfortPlus.biz or call 909 481 3300.
0: he's been murdered looks like dinner was to die for have you ever wanted to be the cool csi whipping off sunglasses and saying murder puns while solving crimes well now you can at the dinner detective america's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show enjoy a fabulous four-course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation For more information, visit TheDinnerDetective.com. That's TheDinnerDetective.com. And if you're going to purchase tickets for the Ontario, California location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. Come prepared to eat, drink, laugh, and maybe even be arrested. Because at The Dinner Detective, even you could be the killer.
9: Just won't do chaoticradio.com.
3: Arsenal, hey
9: Kevin, ACM. what's up, Blaine?
3: I told you we can't bring Chris with us to Soccer Warehouse anymore. He just can't handle all the cool gear the Soccer Warehouse has in stock.
10: I know, I know. Soccer Warehouse just has too many things to look at. His brain is on overload. I have an idea.
3: Next time, have him go to SoccerWarehouse.com at home and he can shop online.
10: That's a great idea, Blaine. We'll leave the Eastvale and Victorville
6: locations for us civilized shoppers. We just can't take this guy anywhere in public.
10: Such a shame.
3: Kevin, it's not his fault. Soccer Warehouse's selection of authentic gear is second to none. He just doesn't know how to handle it.
10: Again, you're right. Soccer
6: Warehouse is mighty impressive. Oh, and I need that new United kit. And I need that change kit. And the home shorts. And the away shorts. Stay
3: with me, Kevin. Oh, no. I'm losing him, too. Dang you, Soccer Warehouse. You're just too good. And the backpack. Manchester City.
5: Stuttgart.
8: It's the Hollywood and Wrap-Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Esquire Magazine named Game of Thrones star Amelia Clark this year's Sexiest Woman Alive. The Fame magazine named her Sexiest Woman Alive during the show's hiatus to ensure she met all three qualifications. Gwyneth is currently pitching a new TV series that's said to be like Glee, but for adults. Though it's set in a high school, Glee's already meant for adults. Well, more specifically, the adults that by law have to let you know they've moved into the area. Accused of stealing a camera from a paparazzo, Suge Knight and comedian Cat Williams will be standing before a judge answering to robbery charges. The photographer seeks immediate justice for the theft of her camera, or in other words, she's trying to turn a negative into a positive. Yoko Ono revealed in a recent interview that her late husband and former Beatle John Lennon had a thing for both women and men. At least now we know what John really meant when he said, imagine all the people. And that's the Hollywood Rockin' Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rockin' Wrap Up.
2: I am Galactus, devourer of worlds. I have come to Earth seeking the jack-ball nerds on chaotic radio. I wish to learn of all things nerd-related. Comic books, games, movies, and other foolish human pursuits. Actually, I'm just looking for the bathroom. Does anyone know where it is? I've been holding this thing in for three parcels. Silver Surfer shows me there's a mess up all the way. I swear to GPS.
0: Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight we've got the Nerd Tastic Girl in the studio with us.
6: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> She's she's very excited to be here. Did that
0: for herself. (laughs) Yay!
6: And there was much rejoicing. (laughs) Yay!
5: Uh,
0: So, in case you're, for those of you that are just joining us here, we've been talking to Nerd Tastic Girl about her blog and uh, your website. It's, I mean, it's more than just uh, a blog, right? You you have Mm. uh, it's it's an entertainment website for nerds.
5: Yes, for nerds, by
0: nerds. Um, of course. So what uh, what all do you do aside from the interviews?
4: Um, I hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I got like sidetracked here. Um, I take a lot of pictures of cosplayers. I I put pictures of cosplayers that I thought were really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, also sometimes I put their links so you can. You know, if you want to know more information about them, you can click on the link and it sends you to their Facebook or website. Um, that's kind of a lot of things that I do. I just don't put the pictures up or the interview if, if mm-hmm. I can get the website and whatnot. So so it's kind of like promoting the person as well as um, talking about um, the cons that I've been to, you know, Stanley Kamikaze, uh, WonderCon, uh, Monst- Son of Monsterpalooza, Monsterpalooza. I've been to all of those. I'm a big horror fan, so that's also up there. Um, and there's a tab for Ghostbusters, and it's more of like the equipment mm-hmm. um, and diagrams and things like that. If you want to build your own, you know, proton pack and things uh, like that.
6: I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm sorry. T- tell me more. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, um, and it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like the beginner's um blog for those who want to do things or go to these places and they don't you know they're not sure what they're about Um, that's really what i focus on there because i've been in situations i'm always wondering how did something happen how did this work how how did you get there how did you decide to you want to be this cosplayer but no one never really gives you the information so i said you know i'm gonna do it myself Mm -hmm. so that's what i do
0: well, that's, that's nice because that's uh, – there's been a number of times where I've tried looking up stuff on the internet to like build a costume or something because I don't have that skill set. I don't I, at I, all. I, I usually just piece things together, uh, but even that can be difficult. So mm-hmm. the, the fact that you're you know, doing that to make it easier, that's, that's pretty awesome.
4: Yeah. Starting in November to February, I'm going to focus mostly on um, talking to cosplayers. And get more in depth of, you know, the sacrifices they have to, to do and how did they make these things. And then, you know, if they give me links of places they've been to and things like that. So people can have, you know, more information of how to make or who to be, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm really excited about that. I really have some some really cosplayers that I always see. um Lone Star Mash, she plays the, you know, Wolverine. Every con that I go to, I have to take a picture with him and he knows cuz he's like <laughs> the good luck of the night. Mm-hmm. So every I have every picture of everyone, you know, as soon as I see him, he already he just gets in his Wolverine position cause, and then I get right there.
6: <laughs> he, his his cosplay is probably the most difficult to pull off. Uh, because his whole cosplay is based on his like workout regimen. Like (laughs) like, his entire, his entire like cosplay life depends upon how good he looks without a shirt. Like that's, (laughs) it's not a costume. It's not like spray painted abs. No, 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 no. He gets his own abs and then. Is Wolverine like it's and when he does his Rocky, yeah, but that's what I love is that he does Wolverine and
0: he does it shirtless. But then he's like, "Well, I've got this other cosplay," and you're like, "Oh, just change it up. What is that? Oh, it's Rocky. Oh, so you're still shirtless? <laughs>
6: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But he does shirtless very well. He he does. Extremely he does it very well. well. <laughs> I have to give Monster Mash a shout out. For
4: that. Yeah, he's he's really really nice. Um
6: yeah. he's I, one of those guys too where you talk to him and at first you think like. Oh yeah, you should kind of be—you should kind of be a dick and just want to tell me about, you know, how I'm fat and give me a nutrition. <laughs> no, no, all he wants to talk about is his cosplay and yeah. nerd stuff and yeah. like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, we, it's, we it's we always funny a, to me. We did
0: a phone interview with him and he was very funny too. Yeah,
6: yeah, he's just a nice all-around guy. Yeah, yeah. I like Monster Mash. Yeah, he—I met him at
4: Kamikaze uh, two, my, you know, two two years ago. Yeah, and I saw him and I was like oh, can I take a picture with you? And he was like, sure. And I was like, okay. So then every time I see him, I would, can I take a picture with you? So now he just gets in position. He already, <laughs> when he sees me, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so that's kind of that. But um there's there's other cosplayers out there. So since, you know, this um, Kamikaze is going to have this big thing with yeah. cosplay, I'm really going to be looking, you know, um not only just the best but those who you know amateurs too cuz you know they all have a story of That's why us. why were, we're they amateurs <laughs> why they became why did they want to be a jedi why yeah. did they want to be storm
0: well and this this year especially if this is the the only time they're going to let everybody in on this national championship thing mm-hmm. like you could be somebody who's relatively new and win it all like yeah. i'm inspired to... Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go dressed up as Daniel's son from The Karate Kid in hopes that I can win it all. You should. Well, you have to get in you that should. position, though. <laughs> yeah. Like crane or yeah. Yeah.
4: You have if to... do
6: right, no, no can defend.
4: <laughs> to sweep the leg. Sweep
6: yeah. the leg. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if it comes down to you and some other guy that's cosplaying just up just as, just as Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be so good! That would be amazing. It would,
0: would be great. Although I don't know how, just wearing a karate gi and a headband <laughs> could put you at the top of the list over the people that are dressed like full transformers or yeah, anything right. like that.
6: Did you see the? Uh, did you see the Hulkbuster costume that the guy had at New York Comic Con? Yeah. Holy shit, that was insane! <laughs> it was insane. Like I just, don't, I don't even like the. I can't wrap my head around that kind of like, and I guess it weighs like eighty pounds or something like that. And like, he built stilts into the thing, so he like has to step, and somebody has to like guide him. And then it takes him like ten to fifteen minutes just to take it off and get out of the car. Co- it's wow. insane. Yeah, yeah. But as far as costumes
0: go, I mean, all the hard work's been done. He literally just puts on like a black leotard. Yeah, and then true. climbs into it. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be so easy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, are you, when you would go out and you do your interviews and take uh, photos and stuff, are you a one woman army or do you have help with the photos or anything? Do you uh, do it all yourself?
4: I do it all myself. Um, the, the only thing I get advice, <laughs> my boyfriend, he, he helps me get to these places. Um, he's been a big inspiration and he, he helps me in his own way. Um, but ninety nine percent of the time, I do everything by myself. I contact people, so you know it's hard to you know get in touch with the new shows that are coming out. i feel so lost, but mm-hmm. but but I that's all my time, and I love doing it, you know. And it's it's scary, you know, because these people done interviews you know thousand times before, but I've had. Quite a few said Your, yours is a little different. Like I catch them off guard with the questions, and they're nothing negative. Mm. It's just they never heard someone tell asked them that, and they really dig deep of where they came from. Yeah, I That's, think yeah, yeah. The most inspirational one was Lance. Um, I'm probably going to butcher his last name, but I'm going to just say Bishop from Aliens.
0: Lance Henriksen.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he when he told me. Ah, about his story, I it nearly brought me to tears. And I don't think that's something he walks around telling people, you know, and mm. he told me and he didn't you know, he wanted in the interview people to know that he really worked hard to get to where he is. And mm. and that's the story I'm looking for.
0: Mm. I I always try to leave a, a lasting impact, um, but not in a an important way like you. Um, I usually just try to ask some <laughs> some stupid random question that nobody in their right mind would ask somebody, just so that they they're like, yeah, i have never been asked that before. Don't ever ask it again."
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, do you? So, what do you have uh, coming up?
4: Um. Right. In- this Asi- week,
0: aside from kamikazes, <laughs>
4: um, this week, uh, I'm going to the Back to the Future 30th celebration, anniversary celebration. I'm really, really excited. I'm volunteering. So, that, you know, the, the Back in Time crew, when they did the documentary, um, I was actually, I'm actually in the trailer, which I made. I didn't hit the cutting room floor. And so that means <laughs> I'm in the movie <laughs> when I went to go see the, the Flex Capacitors play and uh when they they tweeted hey we need and i was one of, i was the first person to tweet back hey nice. i wanna help and so i'm really really excited it's i don't know if it's a secret location but i i can't say where it is I, you know so um i'm super excited i'm gonna be checking in people so i'm going to probably see you know who knows who's going <laughs> to Sure. Be there. You know, I, I just ex- super excited about that, to yeah. be part of that.
0: Awesome. So, that's cool. That's, you yeah. said that's coming up
4: um, next week. It starts, actually, it's this, well, let will say so, Yeah, this coming week. Um, celebration starts on the 21st um, to the 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be there um, Thursday, the 22nd. And then on the 25th is the Back to the Future. They're going to be at the, Twin Pines Mall, where they,
5: mm-hmm.
4: for, you know, mm-hmm. the flux plaster is going to be there. They're going to be playing and things yeah. like that. So that's like the last day, you know, go out with the bang. And so I'm going to be there too. So
6: that's going to yeah, be a lot cool. of fun. Yeah, that'll be a lot. Yeah. They're all, those guys are always a lot of fun.
4: They're, they're, they're
6: so. They're, <laughs> we have, we have a so very fun. special place in our hearts for the <laughs> Flex capacitors. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I love those guys.
0: Uh, the 21st, when that starts, I'm going to be camped out on my computer. Because that's that's the day that uh, Pepsi is going to start the releasing their uh, Pepsi, the, the, the future oh, Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. too. Yeah. And it's like $20 a bottle in there. They're going to be in limited quantities. And I must own something that I can't drink. Like, because it's regular Pepsi, so I can't which, have which it. you won't have it. Yeah, right. But, uh, but I want to look at it. I wanna, yeah. I want to have it. Cause, yeah. Because I can't afford any of the other cool props from the movie. <laughs> so... People are like, twenty dollars for a bottle of Pepsi, that's ridiculous. They were like, that's that's fine. Let's yeah, do that's, this. let's do it. Where do I sign up? Yep. I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but I'll probably miss it like most other things. No? No, no pity from you?
6: Uh, no. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. How dare you? <laughs> no. No pity from me. Um speaking
0: of back to the future, I didn't get to mention this um in the current events, but I just Telltale games just released their Back to the Future 30th anniversary. Uh, game, and uh, it was $20 for download. I bought it, played it, all five chapters, and I have to say, uh I've never played a Telltale game before, and I don't know that I would play them again, just because of the, the game style, mm-hmm. the way it is. I think the controls are a little clunky, but the story mm-hmm. that they tell, because it starts right where Back to the Future 3 ends, kind of leaves off, mm-hmm. uh, the story that's told is phenomenal. Like I could because you're kind of playing a movie with dopey animated characters right um but it is a great story and this whole arc you get to go back to like 1931 Mm -hmm. see like a young doc brown Mm. uh, like when he was a kid yeah um and then like you go to this weird future things get messed up again and like Doc's kind of like a bad guy at some sure. point. Like it's
4: that's fun. It's
0: it's a really good story that they tell. Yeah,
4: so, sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's a quick play. It's only twenty dollars if you have a console or a computer. Mm-hmm. I I recommend. And if you're a big fan of Back to the Future, I recommend picking it up. Uh, it is a very quick playthrough, and uh, it's pretty linear. Like there's not a lot of exploring you can do. You sure you, you're put in, a, in an environment that you can't really leave, and you have specific tasks that you can do. And uh, it goes rather quick, but it is a lot of, like, watching the story unfold. So, but anyway, back <laughs> to the future. So, uh, would well, you have anything else uh, aside from that coming up?
4: Um, <laughs> a few... You know, I can't even Are there more things
0: you can't talk about? (laughs) Oh gosh. I I
4: have that Ryan syndrome from Flux capacitors. Like, (laughs) I have something to tell you. But I can't say. (laughs) I hope he's not listening. (laughs) Um uh, just other like podcasts that are coming up. Um a lot of them, since it's getting closer and closer to, you know, Halloween, um, that is my favorite holiday. Mm
5: -hmm. Um
4: I love horror movies. That is my Heart. Um,
0: Do you have a favorite horror movie?
4: I have two. Okay. Um, I can't choose between them, but they're my favorite movie of all time. Ooh. So it beats every genre. Wow. And the first thing people say, "Oh, Ghostbusters." No, Ghostbusters is a way of life. It can't be my favorite. <laughs> 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 they can't be my favorite movie. They're my That's way of the life. Best
6: qualification for that. That was <laughs> that was awesome. Um,
4: the two is Aliens. And uh, the thing, John Carpenter's The Thing.
6: Well done. Well, those, those two, are are, cool. those are some solid choices.
4: Yeah, very solid. Mm-hmm. And um, I've already got my DVD signed by um, Lance, who plays Bishop,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, Jeanette, who plays Vasquez. Oh yeah. And Mark, that plays Drake. Okay. Her partner. Yeah. So we
6: actually we got to <laughs> interview Jeanette.
4: Oh, I did too. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Yeah,
6: she's yeah. she's yeah. pretty awesome. And I got to take a picture with Lance. Wait, when when was this?
0: It was that you missed it? It was a con. I was, uh, I think it was a Long Beach Comic Con. I was in, dressed uh, as Indiana Jones. Bl- uh. Blaine was there. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was there. What? He might he might have taken a picture. I don't know. What? what is this? Yeah. What is this conspiring without <laughs> well, me?
4: Well, I took a picture and got an autograph. This so. is <laughs> yeah. unfair. Well, that's I
0: because I bought his book. I bought his oh, book. Oh, you bought the book. I bought the uh, book, and then so he, maybe I, I have heard the story. Print. It's actually on my bookshelf, signed by him. And then there's a picture of me looking like a moron with him, looking all debonair, like, <laughs> like he does, like you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but he's yeah. a really nice, really nice guy. Yeah, so. he,
4: he's 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 an awesome, really awesome guy.
0: So, aside from just horror, your your two favorite movies also involve. Alien creatures. So, mm-hmm. are you are you a big alien? Not am I say alien. I just mean like sci-fi. The creature, yes. Yeah, oh, the creature. alien, not necessarily the movie franchise.
4: Um, yes and no. Well, I, I enjoy all Genres Well, genre is horror, but mm-hmm. subgenres. Um, I enjoy them all. Um, I just really love the the acting and the story. Um, I've seen the originals. <clears throat> Not for aliens, but mm-hmm. um, for the thing, and and you know you could see the zipper, you know, black and white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But but it, but it was still good. But this one, it's one of those remakes that it's you, you don't even remember the first one. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's on its own. It's fantastic. The cast, it's an all star cast, and it and it just it. I love things that play on trusting. Um, because if you don't trust your fellow man, you, you're not going to survive. And that was kind of like Aliens too. You have to trust everyone, but mm-hmm. the ones that they did trust end up trying to kill her with the the xenomorphs. You know, mm-hmm. so um, that's the
0: lesson from that movie. You
6: never trust Paul Reiser. <laughs> yep, that's that's really. Did the, you see, mad
4: about you? No,
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really the whole premise. That's the whole theme <laughs> of the Alien series. <laughs> Is you just don't trust
0: mom. That's it. But we have, to, we have to do a trust exercise <laughs> in our sponsors right now. It's time for another commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue this conversation right where we're leaving off. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 909 989 0789 or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jack of all nerds. We will be right back.
1: Hello, hello. This is Eddie Casillas from the Voodoo Glow Skulls, and you're listening to ChaoticRadio.com.
0: Riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> Yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddle. There is Four Color Fantasies comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 909-563-8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did.
5: Oh, you're right.
0: I guess we'll leave that to you next time. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess we have to let him go.
9: But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. Avenger Cycle Works is a full-service and custom bike build repair shop specializing in motor rebuilds, transmission work, insurance repairs, performance mods, and much, much more. Avenger Cycle Works.
10: I am Zig, owner of Avenger Cycle Works in San Bernardino. I'm a rider just like you, and I ride every day. I'm also a rider coach and know that a motorcycle needs to be in top shape, whether it's just cruising down the road, hitting your favorite canyon, track day, or playing in the dirt. I have 30-plus years experience and hope I can take care of your bike like it's my own. Call us today at 909-387-9700. That's 909-387-9700. Or take a look at our website at AvengerCycleWorks.com. We back our work in writing. Shiny side up. Are you looking for a
3: home in the IE? Check out IERealestateInfo.com today. IE RealestateInfo.com is a free service to home buyers looking for their dream home. Our simple service lets you be in control. Tell us what type of home you're looking for, and we will do the rest. No more searching endless websites, reading sales sheets, and driving around only to find out the property you want was sold or worse yet, misrepresented. IE RealestateInfo.com will email you a list of the homes. You're looking for. Simple and easy. IE realestateinfo.com. Your time is valuable. Stop wasting it.
0: Are you and your friends looking for a fun night out, but you're tired of the same old gathering spots? Then you need to get roadhoused. The Eddawanda Roadhouse, located at 12583 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Conveniently located near the Day Creek exit off the 210 freeway. The Edawanda Roadhouse has nightly food specials, drink specials, pub trivia, karaoke, live entertainment and dancing, and all your favorite sports displayed on large flat-screen televisions. For more information, check them out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash e roadhouse that's facebook.com forward slash e roadhouse get roadhouse at the atiwanda roadhouse
3: Craig Sons Termite and Pest Control, family owned and operated, proudly serving the Inland Empire for over 20 years. Nice, friendly, trained technicians, specializing in treatments for ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, and roaches. We also take care of gophers and rodents. Getting bites and not quite sure from what? Ask about our bed bug detection and treatment offers. Military and senior discounts are available. Don't forget to mention our free termite inspections. Call Craig and Sons toll free 800-281-2219. No gimmicks or long term contracts, just good old fashioned quality service from our family to yours.
9: Hi, this is King C and I'd like to refer you to TSI Transcripts, located in La Quinta, California, but worldwide from the web. If you need a professional transcript company, go to TSI Transcripts. TSI is the leader in academic research and has been recognized as the prominent multilingual support organization for market research, advertising, government, higher education, and the legal community. High volume with a full media support. TSI can translate all languages. TSI does not translate cheating spouse video nor do they want to. TSI is the professional's choice for translating services. To find out more, go to TSITranscripts.com. That's TSITranscripts.com or give them a call at 760-777-7600. Again, that's 760-777-7600. Tell them, King C, sent you.
0: Listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio, puny Earth creature. Now, where did I put that eludium P thirty six
2: space modulator?
0: Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we've been talking with Nerd Tastic Girl in the studio. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about uh, some of your favorite horror films. Uh I like this topic. Let's continue.
6: <laughs> <Power>. uh, <laughs> horror.
4: Horror films.
0: <laughs> so uh so you said thing and aliens mm-hmm. and um so what and I, and I think you may have said this off air uh but w- what it was about like I think you maybe started on it right before we went to commercial break but the thing about trusting
4: Oh yeah. People, yeah, that's kind of like what they, it really focus on on both films, like mm. trusting the person or a group of people to save your life. And I I grew up where you trusting was very hard. Mm. <laughs> it just didn't, you know, you thought you trust someone and it just didn't work out. And so I think I that's kind of in the way I attached to those films. Um, I saw Aliens at the drive-in. Dang. So that kind of tell you how old I am That's awesome. <laughs> and the drive-in, um, that, that was cool. And, um, the thing, I only seen the VHS cause it came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I seen the VHS in 1984. So, um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was really young. <laughs> okay. I'm not afraid to say how I, I was four years old when I saw the thing, when it came the vhs
6: <laughs> and uh um, seems young
4: well our family grew up in horror movies i mean from pet cemetery to the fly mm. they took me and i was scared to death but they would hold my hands down no you watch it we paid for it so yeah. <laughs> that's
6: brutal cold-blooded
4: <laughs> it made me a strong woman today <laughs> um but yeah that's what they they focused on and mm. i just find that fascinating How something you you see how the group of guys in the thing how they they all relied on each other but this one monster and then they all turn their backs. Yeah. So how much do you really trust
0: someone? You don't really know someone until pressure's on. That's true. So I know. I mean, I know Derek though. He would he would turn on me in a heartbeat. Oh,
6: I wouldn't trust any of you people. (laughs) I'd I'd be gone. I'd be out of here. Mark that. No way. (laughs)
0: First sign is zombies. I'd be like, "Hey, we should get at it, Derek." Derek, Derek <laughs> where, where'd you go? No, nope. I didn't know you could run that yep. fast. Cardio. <laughs> Rule number one. Do you find uh, Do you find horror movies scarier at the drive-in than seeing it in like an actual theater? Because I, you know, where I grew up, there was a drive-in, mm. and I saw some horror movies at the drive-in, Blair Witch Project. While in itself not a very scary film, seeing it at a drive-in. And like just the the sounds from the movie, like the the rocks and stuff like that, and then you hear noises in the (laughs) desert (laughs) and you're just like, What what was that? What was that?
6: (laughs) That's funny.
4: Um watching a lot of movies from in the drive in. I mean, I even saw another movie I saw in the drive in was Child's Play. Mm -hmm. Um no, that wasn't scary to me because family was there, people getting in and out of the cars, mm-hmm. I mean, cooking, right. whatever they were barbed to, I don't know, right. but I someone, always...
0: Someone holding your eyes open, yeah.
4: <laughs> I, the tied theater, to a chair, whatever. <laughs> the theater to me, because my feet always dangled when I was younger and it's like, oh, something's going to grab me and suck me in under the seats yeah. or something. I always, I always thought... The the walk-ins were were the worst, were the scariest. Mm. Did you re- did you see
0: the blob? The, I did see the blob. There's the scene in the in the movie theater. Yeah. where The blobs on the roof just <laughs> reaches down and snatches that kid up. And you're like, or that that guy. <laughs> you're like,
4: what? Yeah. So yeah, I the one of I was on my twelfth birthday. My sister took me to the theaters. Oh, we're going to go see a horror movie, and I'm kind of used to it. And all I remember is, if you say his name five times, he would come through to the wind, like the The any mirror glass or whatever you got a reflection. Candyman. That was Mm -hmm. the only movie of every movie I've seen from The Beast Within to The Fly or whatever. That Mm -hmm. was the only movie that. I it scared me beyond I couldn't use the restroom because we had the the mirror right on the side and I just couldn't <laughs> go.
6: So, you know, the fun fact about that, you know the that scene where it's like all the bees that mm-hmm. are just like those are real. Yeah. That's yeah. all real. Yeah, that was definitely way before the the yeah. CGI <laughs> thing was really Yeah. Earlier. That that guy's a gangster. That is <laughs> That, to me, is, like, <laughs> scarier than the film itself now. Like, that is terrifying. No way. Couldn't pay me enough. Sorry.
0: And that, as I recall, it's been a very long time since I've seen uh, Candyman.
6: Yes. He's also one of
0: the more sympathetic, uh, sadistic afterlife killers, isn't he? Cause yeah. Because he he's, like, unjustly killed. Yeah. Right. And and that's what turned him into what he becomes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Whereas most most of them, they're just rotten to begin with. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, they become worse because yeah. apparently in death it just makes you stronger.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was uh, what was the one with uh Michael Keaton? White Noise. Did you, did you oh, see I seen White that. That, that was creepy, it. actually. It was creepy, but what made that movie like at the end of it, I was just like, okay, so the moral of the story is if you're a good ghost. You can just talk to people through white noise. If you're a bad ghost, you can materialize and just rip the fuck out of people. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that that was the message that I walked sure. away from with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and actually, one of the few times I've been scared as an adult was after after seeing white noise. I mm. was at I was at home. Uh, at uh, there was an answering machine, and I was I was I think I was about to take a shower or something like that, and the phone rang. I couldn't get to it, and the answering machine went on. And it was just yeah and i was like what the? <laughs> and it was shortly after seeing that movie and i was like uh-uh, i ain't listening i saw that movie i know what happens i ain't listening
4: la, 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 la. so
0: yeah because <laughs> normally i don't take stock in any of that stuff but it was just a weird yeah, coincidence yeah, yeah. Weird so i was like nope, not listening yeah
4: yeah i met him he was at son of monster palooza a couple of weeks back and he He's so he's very tall, very tall, and just he the kindest person ever. And just remember him as Candyman ripping mm-hmm. your flesh <laughs> right off your body, and then yeah. remember in Final Destination, and then when he did the remake of Night of the Dead. So mm-hmm. it, it, he's oh. he's very he, talented. He they cast him as a creeper.
0: They like always
6: a lot yeah always so, he's always a creeper.
0: I mean, even in uh, I mean, Crow in the Crow, he was just a, like a henchman, but yeah, he was but he's still, still
6: pretty creepy. He's a creepy <laughs> henchman, yeah. like Him and Biling or whatever her name is, yeah, that's right, right, yes, right, yeah. Good uh, for you, buddy. You got uh, one <laughs>
0: without your cell uh, phone. They're both pretty creepy. <laughs> wow. Um, so what are you? What's your stance on zombies?
4: Zombies or walkers?
0: Yes. <laughs> <That's>,
4: <laughs> no, no, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, they're, the they're the same, same thing. thing. How? But wait, wait, wait. Okay, now let's categorize the zombies because you have your twenty-eight days later zombies. You have mm-hmm. your your World War Z zombies that climb walls. We don't, and, we don't count them. Okay, so, <laughs>
0: your, your CGI. Yeah, zombies. no, no. no those wait, don't count. wait.
4: There was some when they were in that facility. They were walking or <laughs> running or whatever. So I mean, there's all kind of levels. You have your sprints. You have your let's, let's your go with thrillers. You. I mean. <laughs>
0: Hey, I'm a big fan of (laughs) thrillers. They got sweet dance moves. So, um, no, let's. I mean, I'm just like more like the traditional zombies. So let's. uh, The Walking Dead, obviously, the the season mm -hmm. premiere just happened. Um, So and those are pretty traditional. They're slow moving, right? You know, yeah. Um, Except for the whole, you know, their own little spin on it. How everybody just has the virus or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, what what do you think of those zombies?
4: I think they're awesome. I I really it captures awesome,
0: awesome in like a you hope that the uh, outbreak happens
4: kind of way. <laughs> oh oh, well if there was one, I would want those
6: walkers. Of okay. course, yeah, the slow ones.
4: <laughs> the slow ones. So um, yeah, for well,
6: sure.
4: I, I really appreciate The Walking Dead because some of the people that work on there, um, the zombie makeup and whatnot, they worked with George A. Romero mm-hmm. back in the day. So. It's the same. They they kept it the same, yeah. and that's why I really really appreciate it. It's it's scarier when the I mean the the walkers are walking to you, but it's like, well, what do you do? I mean, you could run, but for some reason, you know, they're like Jason and Michael Myers. They always catch you.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
4: they always get you some kind of way, and they have strength. You know, you would think, oh, I just push him away, but. If they're just putting all their body, and then as you push them, their flesh rip off, and your mm-hmm. hand sinks right through their chest, or it's just terrifying. That's yeah. why I really, really love that show.
6: It's
0: yeah, I yeah, you know,
6: <laughs> I don't love it, but Derek does. I do. I'm a I'm a big fan of the uh, show. Love uh, it. I like it a lot. As a matter of fact, as soon as we're done here, <laughs> that's what I will be doing. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> now, what did you guys think of the uh,
0: the season premiere?
4: I th- I thought it it took a different turn because I was trying to figure out why is it different colors but it was different time mm. so it took me a second to get that and I like I am, I'm liking where it's going it's it's like if you seen if you remember terminus you know they started off uh, hopefully I'm not ruining it for anybody but they they started off like a regular community and then they became who they are over time mm. and then when I saw you know, the end of last season, how it started to become, you know, Rick starting to take over and wanting to take over and then they start changing.
6: Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember Terminus, they did say, you know, think people change, you know, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So the, the one thing I, I do enjoy about the show and I hope they keep it. I, I like that we're still in Alexandria, mm-hmm. um, but there, cause I, I mean, in the, uh, graphic novels, they spend a significant amount of time. I mean, they spend years in Alexandria mm-hmm. um, and there's a ton of stuff that happens. Uh, so I actually really like that. They're staying in one place and it's just about their, the, like you were saying, you know, the, the differences in how they're becoming the different type of community. And, you know, this community re- wrestling with like Rick and his Rick and friends, that's what I call them. Uh, You know, trying to figure out where they fit in and if they're really going to take over and that kind of thing. So I hope that the season continues to use that place, even if it, you know, gets overrun and they decide to rebuild it or whatever happens as it moves forward. Um, I really hope that they because that's one of the, the things about The Walking Dead that gets real annoying is the whole premise of the show. Rick and friends show up to a place. Guys, were safe oh, shit, zombies are here, and they've destroyed it. Okay, and then they kill all the zombies, and then Rick and friends are wandering around, and they're like, (laughs) hold on, guys, we found a safe place. We're going to stay here. And then half of the, oh, shit, no, this is Or they stay at a farm for God knows how long, uh, and it's way too boring, and it's horrible. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think uh, I'm hoping. I think
0: you just nailed it right there because you can't. Like that does not make good television if they just reach a place and then they're like, we're safe.
6: Yeah, no, no, no. It's <laughs> the end yeah. of the show. But every every time they change location, that's what happens. They just they come to we're safe, guys. No one's gonna get. Oh, they're all in here. Okay, we got we gotta go. We- Another we gotta go.
4: thing about watching that with my with my boyfriend, he read a hundred and something comics. So, so I'm sitting there and we'll watch. Oh, he's important. Take make sure you hit. I'm like, will you stop? Like he already. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna live. He's gonna die. You know? Do you really want to know what happens? To, I'm like, Ugh. and it's just he's like, I'll, I'll tell you, and I'm like, well, you already know, and so like it's the same thing as going to you know these.
0: Has he has he already these, ruined some some of the upcoming stuff? Already? No,
4: he won't tell me anything, but he'll give hints.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Oh my god, you know, and it's, <laughs> watch out what happens with Carl, you know, or Rick, and it's like. Uh, it's a little. He said. He said they're always a little different from the comics, yeah. but but it's sort of the same. So the, the kinda... heart of
6: the story is pretty yeah, pretty
0: yeah. close. They've kept up with uh typically when they kill off a major character. Yeah,
6: ma- most of the major character deaths stay about the same.
0: Yeah. If if it at different times and stuff, yeah. which is there's there's a death that's uh, coming, yeah, soon that's been speculated. Yep. I, know, oh,
6: I know. I hope
4: it's the preacher. I'm so ready <laughs> oh, for him God, to go. That guy, oh, stabbing. I've,
6: I've, I've been rooting for Carl to die for uh, a long. But time then now, now, if Carl
4: dies, Rick will go nuts Don't again. Care. That did he's going to see his wife and Carl. He's <laughs> already
6: batshit crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm on campaign. Kill Carl. That's uh, my
4: Girl! You know, That's... I actually wanted him dead when he was eating them beans. When he was eating those beans, and he he was just like a total douche to his dad. And oh, that one just... season, I was like, kill him
6: now. Oh, yeah. But now
4: it's like, he's a teen. He's just doing he's just, I, You know what?
6: I, I'm just, I hate, I don't like kids in television shows, or even in movies, especially when they're like, I just don't like kids, but... Uh, <laughs> I I don't like when kids act as characters that are just plot devices, Um, and most of the time when a main character has a child, that's it. That's the only purpose they serve uh, is to be a plot device to determine like what decisions they make, and that's it. They don't... You don't really care about the kid, but they have to have – like The Strain is a great example of oh, that. Yeah, that kid is the most annoying kid on any television show I've – like he's worse than Carl Yeah, me. he is. He is <laughs> – and that kid is fucking unwatchable. Oh, my <laughs> God. And, like, they constantly would, like, threaten his life for, like, three seasons. And he's still alive. And every single time I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is it. Like, kill that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. It's it's annoying. So I don't like when they do that. Um, maybe I'm just scarred by the Scarlet Wars prequels. I don't know. But <laughs> no, I uh, wait, did it. Did there, anything happen with the uh, there
0: was that story arc where. Carl was starting to become like a sociopath.
5: Mm -hmm.
6: Uh, Have they continued with that, or did they kind of shy away from that? I think they kind of switched gears because he hasn't been too, you know, uh, off off kilter like that in a while. Yeah,
4: like I like I think he met a girl and they're kind of uh, Uh, teen things. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but
0: yeah. I, as it is, I think uh, I think Rick's a sociopath. In the, uh, oh, for, for sure, for
6: everybody, for sure. I know they keep trying to like ground him, but I'm like, no, no, that guy's gone. Like, <laughs> that he's gone. I don't care what you say. Like, he's he's lost it. Yeah, well, he's I, completely lost it. Well, I know one thing: if Daryl
4: dies, that there's going to be riots in the street. Yeah, mostly well, women.
6: Yeah, and oh, for
0: sure,
4: maybe some men.
6: <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> he's, yeah, like he's. I don't Man, I, I don't know. I I think they enjoy I I actually don't think that Daryl will die anytime soon uh because I think it's more fun for the writers and Robert Kirkman in particular mm. to tease the fact that Daryl will die every season and then not kill him. Like leading up to that is like I think that's what they enjoy more than actually killing that character because they know how much you love him. Those last episodes if you just keep threatening his life, it's you're gonna watch, you're gonna tune in to see if Daryl D- dies. The
0: way that the season ended oh last my God. season. Like every like <laughs> uh, they filmed it beautifully. No, it was great. Was like what, three different people? were yeah. You're like, oh my god, who's who, he's gonna go? He's, this, oh, yeah. uh, uh, and then they didn't kill any of them. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah.
6: yeah. It was uh, it was pretty well done. So. Um. But yeah, there's there's definitely some stuff. I don't know that it'll happen this season though. They, I don't know that they've uh, cast the the uh, the dude that mm. uh, that shows up that that brings right, right. brings I about know, the death.
0: I know. I know you're trying to be mysterious. I am. So I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I'm trying.
6: Uh,
4: well if i want to know i just asked my boyfriend he didn't, oh, yeah, no, he he didn't was, read all the i guarantee you he, the comics.
6: this is one of those things where he will gladly tell you all about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that's a pretty uh that's gonna be one that fans are gonna oh god be yeah upset especially about, the ones that don't know yeah, Ugh. yeah oh yeah oh they're gonna lose it they'll be upset it's gonna be so um, sad um
0: I kinda hope Rick dies. I know that's not gonna he happen, won't. but 'cause he he's because he is the main guy. Actually,
6: so. you know what though? Uh Robert Kirkman uh gave an interview where he said uh somebody asked him, they were like, What's a character that like you just won't kill? And Rick was not on that list. Uh he said the only character that he personally has no intention of killing uh is Carol. Uh because he likes the the story arc of Carol yeah. of going from like a battered wife to like a badass. Um, and so he, that character, he for him is kind of like the heart of the show, and that's the one character he has no intention of killing. Uh, but he did not put Rick Grimes on that list. So, well, that's and, good, that's and good you news
0: never for know. I just I can't like the, I know he's the the main protagonist. You know, it is a, it's a, supposed to be a group thing, but I can't stand him. Like the his oh
6: yeah. He's, he's such a dick all the time yeah no he's he's a total dick and i get that like it's you know he's been jaded and, right. and he's gone through a lot and so like yeah i mean you'd probably be a dick too uh but he's he's border he's more sociopath yeah. if, than carl ever was yeah, i'm not
0: gonna lie if everybody i knew and cared about was uh eaten or yeah, whatever for sure you know i, I, I probably... wouldn't give a
6: fuck about the people at <laughs> <in> Alexandria either <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i think that's part of the reason that people love daryl so much is because he's He's like the quiet loner, but he's always got your back you yeah, know what I yeah mean? right like, he's never given anyone a reason to be like, hey screw this guy yeah you know and I mean? he
6: came around because he started out as kind of like no fuck all you guys yeah, but I don't even I mean then, to I't Even then it was just like he just cared about his brother he was yeah he, right
0: he was never kind of like a bad
6: guy yeah so when
4: he when he was looking for the what Carol's little girl mm-hmm. then that that made me like I really like this character
6: yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. he
4: started off as that badass but then it's like he does have a heart. And yeah. he opened up He's the hooker he's with the like,
6: heart of gold if you will <laughs> Exactly
4: <laughs> um, I wanted to address something really quick Sure um, You know a lot of people say I know this is kind of like Off from the the walkers and whatnot, But the the new Ghostbusters movie mm-hmm. um, People ask me I get a lot of hateful tweets okay. <laughs> Starting now about that And I just <laughs> want to I don't know why. They include me what's, and Paul.
6: What's C. your Twitter handle? Hold on.
4: <laughs> they always include me with it. And I, I thought that was strange. Um, but people ask me, do I like the movie? Like, is it going to be great or do you disagree? I want to, and probably going to get a whole lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wish. The entire crew of the Ghostbusters re- re- reboot, I wish them the best of luck. Rather, I like it. We've never seen a trailer. We don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But I've talked, chatted with Paul Feig several, several, several times. And he is so sweet and so nice. And I just want to say, you know, I wish all of them the best of luck. And I hope, I hope it's great. Because if it's a bad one, they will run him out of town. Mm. I just feel that way. Like, it's borderline. But um, that's that's pretty much that. I just wish him the best of luck. Mm. And if he's listening, hello, Paul Feig. <laughs> 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 or anybody else, hello. Um, but, yeah, that's he, pretty you much know,
6: it. I, and, look, I, I think Paul Feig has a pretty decent track record. I don't think he's... A bad director, and I think he does humor pretty well. Like, I've enjoyed some of his films. Um, I, You know, whatever. It's going to be one of those things that I'm going to say, I don't care that they're all women. Like, I, that doesn't matter to me. I don't care for the women they are, just because I'm not a fan of some of those actresses in general. Like, not even the fact that I don't care that it has nothing to do with that. I just don't particularly like the casting. Um, and I just... I don't know. I would. I'm gonna see it, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't, and maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? Be. We don't know.
0: And I would. Right. I would love to talk more about ghosts and ghost busting, but we are actually out of time. <laughs> um, so uh, real quickly, though, before we go, can you go ahead and let everyone know where they can go, where they can follow you on social media, and all that stuff?
4: Um, they can follow me, NoTestaGirl at blogspot com or Facebook. Twitter or Instagram, and it's all under Nurtastic Girl. I'm the only one, so as soon as you type it up, I pop up. So that's that's why I did that name.
6: Awesome. <laughs> awesome.
0: And uh, do you do you have anything coming
6: um, up? Yes, but I can't remember right now, so I'm not going to take your time while I look awesome. it up. was everyone got to um, be mysterious? I know, <laughs> super mysterious. Yeah. But just you know, follow You've me, and all that. Uh, yeah, like, Ryan then left his aura here. He left. Uh, his- yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll get you. I got some stuff this week. So. Thanks, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it's well done. I'm very very prepared. I'm just really hungry. That's uh, all that's happening
0: right now. <laughs> we uh, we were at the Nerds Like Us midnight screening of yes. uh, Army of Darkness and did a podcast there with Mr. Bernie Bregman. Um, For more information about Nerds Like Us, you can visit him on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash nerds like us. And uh, he announced that their upcoming film uh, next, I think next month, he said, is uh, Adam's Family, right? Is that what he said? Yes, I that's what he did. said. So that's
6: awesome. Yeah, so I'm a from, big fan of Adams. Family. For more I love
0: information, again, check them out, uh, purchase tickets and that kind of a thing. Uh, and you can find that podcast on our website as well as this in podcast form after the fact on our website, jackofallnerdshow.com. Nerdtastic Girl, thank you so much for making the drive thank down you here to be with yeah, us. Thank you.
4: So, <laughs> thank you.
0: This has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later.